0: Welcome to the Passion Over Profits podcast with Top Sun Goku, bringing you your weekly dose of Dragon Ball Super Collectors content. Stay tuned for exclusive interviews with some of the most knowledgeable DBS collectors in the community. What's up, guys? My name is Sapsun Goku. Welcome back to the Passion Over Profits podcast. It's been a couple of weeks since uploading the last episode, but reason being is like, you know, one week I was actually a guest on the Hermit Style podcast, and I had an absolute blast being on that show jimmy is a legend in the community has been doing podcasting for way longer than i have and man it was just such a pleasure to be on the show it actually turned out pretty damn well it's called collecting One, so go check that out and then last week i was trying to record a podcast but had so many technical difficulties that we weren't able to make it so this will be the remake of that podcast that we weren't able to do so i hope you enjoy it because on this episode I have an absolute legend in the community on the show called Shiny Night Fury on Instagram. Connor has been doing it for years and he's such a powerful force in the community, such a positive and uplifting, and inspiring, and motivational collector that actually inspires me. Many people don't know this, but because he is still a Pokemon page. But he's one of the collectors that really inspire me and drive me to to become a better collector in general. The influence he had on me over the last years is, is immeasurable. And I have had the pleasure to, you know, really communicate with him over the last two years or so when he was still below 10,000 followers and believe it or not he's now at 25,000 followers on Instagram really really he has such a big impact I'm here to pick his brain on what it basically means to be you know a successful collector in this in this game and uh, and how he did it so if that's something that you're interested in listen all the way through through the end because we cover so much ground and I guarantee you there are nuggets of information scattered throughout this entire podcast that you do not want to miss and he also has kind of a oh man such a heartbreaking story on how he started dragon ball super collecting in 2018 acquired the main chase cards and due to certain circumstances had to stop so if you want to hear this heartbreaking story listen all the way through the end because it's kind of right at the end of the podcast so i'm just gonna cut it right there hope you enjoy the podcast and talk to you soon guys take care
1: hey what's going on everybody it's a Nice nice you here I'm invited by Topshank Goku, my good friend on Instagram, to join his podcast today. I'm a huge shiny freak for collecting Pokemon TCG cards and collecting shiny Pokemon in the games. Yeah, that's basically it.
0: Man, the audio is so much better than two days ago. Yeah, this is crazy. I love this. This is going to be great, man. The mic Uh, is amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I make it a habit to... Only invite people to my podcast that actually inspire me to become a better collector, and that's that's in many different ways. Uh, whether that is to you know really st- crazy goals and really stick to them a- and commit to them 100. Uh, percent and and that's actually one thing that you really inspired me to do is because your goals are just so outrageous, so crazy, so. Seemingly unattainable, and yet you stick to them, and you you prove to the world that if you're patient enough and committed enough, and 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 you dedicate yourself to to your goals, that no matter how crazy they are, that you can actually achieve them. And so, thanks for being here. Thanks for being such a, a positive force in the community. I can't wait to <laughs> dive into this conversation deeper. Let's maybe start. Let's start with the basics. In my podcast, I usually usually tell people that. You know, collecting is what you want it to be, and there are no rules. And you do you, and there's basically nobody that that can put you down in collecting because it's so personal. And so, my my first question is, what is collecting to you personally? What does it mean in general? What is collecting to you?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I think the main main thing for collecting is finding something you're passionate about or you have a personal connection with and trying to make a collection out of that so for example I'm a big fan of Mewtwo and I don't just collect the cards but I also collect uh, comic books I also collect figures I even have cupboards on it with Mewtwo's artwork like anything Mewtwo I pretty much like so I think as long as you have a connection it really doesn't matter what you collect as long as you personally really like it
0: yeah, that's that's uh, that's pretty much it, right? It's it, like again like there's no rules. Uh n- nobody tells you that you that you have to, you know, uh collect figures or whatever. It's it's not just only collecting card. Collecting can be basically anything and I I, I remember as a kid I was uh you know between I want to say 7 and, and and 11 years old, some, somewhere in that range. I was collecting everything related to dolphins (laughs) because at that age i was i i I discovered what what dolphins were and 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 I, i was so passionate about what how that animal was and somehow I mean, there there's something to dolphins that's, that's really hard to understand is that they are so intelligent that at some point you're able to vibe with with uh, with the animal because they are, like I said, so intelligent and, and you can relate to them almost because they're so playful. I was so passionate about dolphins, like man, I read books about dolphins, I looked at do- documentaries about about dolphins, and, and I mean, I, I was like. You know, between seven and ten years old. But I also started collecting small little figures and stuff like that, and I had like it on, on display in my room, and then my entire room was decorated as dolphins. And I was like, man, actually, uh, it's it's only recently that I remember this this experience. And basically, man, I was collecting way before even Pokemon. <laughs> so man, this, amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was so cool, man. So there are no rules. You you basically find something you like and you engage with that and that's basically collecting for me as well. Yeah, that's what um, it's all about. Now, uh you told me uh, a couple of days ago that you were all in into collecting. What what does that mean exactly for you?
1: Yeah, basically all focus is on finishing my goals like nothing else is more important at the moment than getting those goals done especially with the current market and the hype with how fast cars can climb and drop down again and then climb back up
0: mm-hmm. so when
1: i put the focus on whatever it is even if it's not tcg related if i want the new computer or the new setup for streaming the new microphone i will get it done as soon as possible because yeah in my eyes priorities are key and when i'm
0: focused yeah i will give it all just to get it done priorities that is something that we will come back to in this podcast because uh, that's extremely important Uh, connor if you're if you're all in into collecting that means do i understand correctly that you put your entire resources to uh, finishing your goals
1: without getting into trouble yeah as much as you can
0: yeah, I mean, uh, within within the range of within responsibility, reason. right? Within reason, you don't want to, you know, end up on the streets <laughs> collecting cardboard. Uh, but within reason, uh, all your dispensable income goes into collecting.
1: Yeah, as much as
0: you That's incredible. And I've definitely been there myself. I kind of, you know, took a step back because I, it, it kind of scared me at, at some point that I was Ah, uh, utilizing all my financial resources to build this collection, and at some point, I I, I just I just got a slap in my face. Like, man, uh, you used to have a comfortable savings account, and now you don't anymore. Uh, you you you're you're basically trapping yourself in your life due to pursuing those goals. Can you maybe elaborate for people who don't know you? First of all, what are you collecting exactly? What your goals are? But also where you are in life in general, how old you are, and, and, and to, to make basically to make Shiny Night Fury a little bit more relatable. Because I think that's something that you do very, very well on Instagram, because you, you're able to share uh, so, some bits and pieces of your personal life and you make it relatable. Can you paint the picture for, for everyone listening?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I have a huge con- connection to Shiny Pokemon in general. I just really, really, really get me going. I don't know why, but... <laughs> yeah the connection is there so that's all you need basically
0: and... right and sh- shiny pokemon they, they they actually come back from uh, the pokemon games right
1: yeah yeah, yeah. it started in the games I think it started original in crystal silver and gold mm-hmm. but there is some kind of crazy way to get them in red and blue as well but you can see they are shiny because it's still in black and grey and all oh I, of I actually stuff. didn't know that yeah, yeah it, it, huh. it's possible
0: interesting cool and so there are basically extremely rare variants of a certain per- Pokemon uh, and there are ways to obta- obtaining them in, in Pokemon games. And you've, been, you've done that throughout your, shi- your childhood and so the, you, you built that connection, right, with those shiny Pokemon.
1: Yeah, exactly. I've been hunting Shinies for like, I don't know, 10 years maybe. <laughs> and in yeah. old games, the original odds are 1 in 8,100 and... See, what the hell is that, man? ...or something. <laughs>
0: Incredible.
1: Yeah. yeah, I can't remember exactly, but it's a little bit over eight thousand. Uh-huh. So, so sometimes you hunt for a day, sometimes you hunt for three months. And <laughs> yeah, the satisfaction the satisfaction you get, like there are no guarantees. It can take, like I said, it can take two hours, but it can take two thousand hours. And it's just about how how bad do you want it? And I think <laughs> the same comes down to your collection to basically anything mm-hmm. in life. As long yes. as you have the drive, you will achieve anything as long as you set your mind to it Mm -hmm.
0: and so how does how does the 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 idea of the shiny pokemon in the pokemon games how does that relate to your collecting goals now
1: it's all i collect now but then in trading card form Mm -hmm. so there are two different sets they are from 2001 and 2002 neo destiny and Neo revelation and split between those sets there are 11 different cards with a shiny artwork of different pokemon Magikarp, gyarados for example and a few years ago i just fell in love with those card cards and i couldn't stop collecting them
0: when did you start collecting uh pokemon cards again uh four years ago now in august mm-hmm. four years mm-hmm. and how, how was that experience over the the four years what, what did you start with and what was the next step and, and, and what drew you to to basically um come to a point where you're extremely passionate and extremely like like you said like all into the into the collecting game
1: yeah so it started at random again (laughs) i was just browsing around on the internet on ebay and then i found i think some gold star cards or some some shinings i can't remember exactly and then the same night i bought a psn9 gold star trigo for 90 usd i think it's like (laughs) a No, I, I, I'm not even sure how much it's, it's now. I think a few k. That that's absolutely nuts. <laughs> and I remember the first time I got a PSA card in, I was showing it to my girlfriend at the time, and to my mother, and they were like, "Yeah, nice card, and just throw it on the table, you know." <laughs> like it was, like it was, like it wasn't worth anything. But I right. really, I really liked it. I, it was, really something else because you used to collect cards back in the day. But in the first mm-hmm. time you hold a card graded and or slapped up. It really gives a more unique unique feeling to it. Mm-hmm. So I started doing more research, started browsing a little bit, starting doing checking videos on YouTube. And the more I found out, the more I got sucked into the hobby. And in mm-hmm. no time, I had a new card every month because I was working full time. I think, yeah, I was working full time, my first full time job. So money wasn't even that crazy back then. I was able to buy one, two, one or two cards a month, but I just, kept going and kept going because, yeah, I got sucked in more into the hobby every day. The more I learned about it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm and so uh for people listening what connor is actually doing like i mean just go check him out on instagram shiny night fury uh to 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 have an idea of what his goals are and his, his goals are very straightforward it's basically collecting all 11 shining pokemon from those two sets that they just uh, uh just talked about and he wants a complete set of psa one through 10. Uh, for all these eleven shining Pokemon, and this is absolutely crazy because every single shining in PSA ten is extremely valuable, extremely hard to get, and uh, and and yeah, basically he'll he'll have to you know spend a lot of money and time and effort in order to to be able to pursue that goal, and so what that's that's what's very very like I said in the in in the beginning of this podcast, this is very this almost drew me. To try to understand you better, Connor, because this extreme level of commitment and 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 dedication towards this goal, because the amount of resources, time, and effort that's required to 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 ac- accomplish such a goal for you know a regular person like you and I, we were we're not making hundreds of thousands of euros every year. Um, so f- for us, it actually takes a lot of time and effort and patience, and um, and and. Almost the first question that comes in is is like, of course, at first you're like, wow, that's that's absolutely incredible. Like I, I, I had no clue that people were so, so passionate about just like one set of cards. That's incredible. But the next question that almost pops up is why, you know, why? do you collect to such an extent? Why do you put all your resources in the cardboard? Is that something that you're able to answer now?
1: Yeah, why not? Because, I mean, I the, the I amount like the of
0: sacrifices, the amount of sacrifices that you have to commit in order for you to acquire that collection, like, most sane people wouldn't do that.
1: Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, I like a challenge. I don't know. Mm. Like, I'm the kind of collector when I like one card or one set, I like to st- stick to that. Like same with the Pokemon games over the years. Mm-hmm. My teams never really change. I like a certain 10, 20, 30 Pokemon and I will always use those. I, yeah, I don't know. Like once once I started getting doubles and triples of some cards, one, one day it just popped up in my head. Like, why don't do them all in PSA one through 10? And then I finished the Mewtwo, I think, like two years ago or one year ago.
0: Yeah, and then it absolutely exploded. Right. Yeah, so it was a very incremental goal, right? It's not like you woke up in one day and you said like, Let's collect all PSA one through ten, uh, no, no, and no. and let's start from step one. It's it was more incremental. It was more like you were already collecting those cards. You were sending them to PSA, and then they come back with all these different grades. And uh, it's only then that you started. Like maybe I should make make this uh, my main goal, right? Yeah,
1: like why not go for it? If I'm if mm-hmm. I if I'm keep sending subs to PSA like normally once or twice a year. Like now it's mm-hmm. different, but two three years ago. It was a little bit easier and a little bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. And I was buying these cards and I had them in my possession. And the only reason I was starting to grade my cards was just to have them safe. I really don't care about the grade too much. Mm-hmm. I think I'm one of the first guys on social media or on Instagram openly showing that I'm collecting damaged cards. Cards that have somebody's name written on it. Cards mm-hmm. that have been through the washing machine. I really don't care. I still like the cards. Mm-hmm. So... Once I started grading those, I, I started ending up with PSA 3, PSA 6, PSA 7, PSA 8. And then I ran when I ran into the missing grades I needed on Instagram, I just was down to trade anything else I had in the subs that wasn't shining already to get other grades I needed.
0: Mm-hmm. You make it seem easy, but at some point, and we're going to talk to talk about this later in the podcast, but you're basically able to make your collection sustain itself, right? You're able to expand your collection basically free of charge by grading and selling cards and using those profits or, or trading or whatever to expand your specific shining collection right so we're gonna we're gonna talk about this in a bit uh, but I, I just want to come back to why Connor why 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 are you and 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 look like I'm asking this question to maybe try to understand why I'm doing this myself right? <laughs> <laughs> right, because a normal, sane person wouldn't spend their entire salary on advancing this goal. That you're robbing yourself of having all these different opportunities. Um, you you're, you have the opportunity to, you know, travel, travel a bit, or uh, you know, buy a new car, or uh, you know, living in a better place, or whatever. But all this almost seems like all this. you know, the the usual things that the usual people are chasing, that's something that you turn your back to in order for you to be able to collect that, these cards. So again, like, is that something that you've ever thought about? Like, why are you actually doing this? Because you've been doing this for four years, very intensively. Is there at some point where you, you were like, why am I doing this? Is there a point to it? Or.
1: Yeah. I think the answer for why is pretty simple. Mm hmm. I think I don't, at first I needed to think about it a lot, but I think the answer is pretty simple and it's just because it gives me joy. Mm -hmm. And I think that's answer enough Mm -hmm. to do something that you want. Mm -hmm. Somebody else wants to go shopping every week. Somebody else spends all their money on Lego. Somebody else buys a PlayStation 5 for like a thousand euros. That doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. I think it's just, yeah, I don't care for other stuff and this is what I care for. Mm
0: -hmm. And uh, and, and do you do you engage in a hobby with the idea that you will do this up until a certain point? Like, let us say, like if I achieve that goal, I'm good. I'm done. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know take a step back, and I'm gonna oh, focus yeah, on sure. other stuff in life.
1: Yeah, yeah. Once this massive goal is finished, the one to one throughout ten, the PSA ten shinings, mm-hmm. then I'm really gonna take it a lot slower, focus more on the code I collect, on the new business, focus more on building the shiny night through brand mm-hmm. to show a lot more stuff or to reach a lot more people with the collect what you love lifestyle, you know, mm-hmm. that's something I really want to represent. Mm-hmm. And once, once I finished all my goals, I think it's really easy to showcase what I did over the years, go back, show mm-hmm. how I build it up, show the progress.
0: Exactly. What I'm already
1: doing live on Instagram, but I can go back all the way once
0: i am finished as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've almost achieved that sense where I'm satisfied where I am right now because I've been, you know, collecting like a madman for, for you know, almost three years now. I started in mid twenty eighteen and it's snowballed up until a point where I have goals that almost scare me. And I felt a responsibility towards those goals that, that I had to you know, chase and put all my resources that I had, my time and effort and, and money into completing these goals. And I'm finally at a point where I'm like, look, I do have my signature cards in PSA 10 and BGS 9.5. I do have my favorite secret rares in, B- in, in PSA 10 or BGS 10. Um, I do have the SPR sets from BT 1 to 4 in PSA 10. Uh, I'm, I'm at 15 out of 16 um but it's it 's only a matter of time where i'm i 'm fully one hundred percent complete with all the goals that I set for myself, and so i 'm able to now to step back to slow it down to to enjoy the collection and to, to really be grateful for what i 've accomplished and I feel like oh man it 's almost a blissful place to be in because you 've really put so much time and effort into the into those goals and you finally achieve them and now i 'm at the point where look. I do have my favorite cards and maybe that's enough and and framing it as, you know, this is a massive accomplishment, but now is maybe the time to put more time and effort into building something else than just, you know, uh, putting all your time and effort and resources into those goals. And so now I'm more, you know, building a, a, a little bit like like you were saying, like now I'm, I'm, I'm more focused on you know, building a community for DBS, building like my YouTube channel, providing resources for them to achieve those things and the same with the podcast. But more specifically, I, I feel like I have now – now is the time to put more time and resources towards responsibilities as, as a man – um, because you know at some point I do want to buy my own house which is something that I'm unable to do now because I, like again like all the all the money goes into the collection but I want to you know buy my own house I want to be able to have kids uh, one day and stuff like that so is that something that's thats that you're um, thinking about also in the future like look this this goal is gonna end uh, within the next year or so and after that it's 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 time for you know, putting time and effort in the family and and, and and taking my responsibilities to the next level.
1: Yeah, so I'm, like I said, I'm in for four years now. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit, yeah, it's a little bit, it, it's taking a little bit longer because of the PSA backlog and stuff. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, normally my stops would have been back like three times now, but... Oh, yeah. I really want to finish within the five years. So mm. let's say all of 2020, 2022 as well. Mm-hmm. Normally you would say up to August, but I will give it the entire year because PSA is taking a bit longer. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking of sending out one more stop next year if PSA cools down a little bit, but mm-hmm. it depends on, on a lot. I still need 56 different grades. And it seems as a lot, but I have 42 shinings at PSA. Right, right. In the condition, I think, I need it based on the grades I still need. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I can get 10 new grades back. I can get 25 new grades back. It depends on a lot. I need uh, six more PSA 10s, including the Charizard and the Mew. So yeah, I want to finish next year, basically. I still need need a really big PSA sub back. I still need a few PSA 10s that's going to cost me a lot of money I don't make from having a job. So it all comes down to the sub returns as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Like Charizard went from 1500 when I sent my sub out to 5.5k now. And yeah, I'm not going to buy a card for 5.5k. So it really depends on a lot of returns.
0: Yeah. In the end, as a collector, you're confronted with your limitations, right? Because every single goal requires money. It's time, it's effort, it's dedication. And as a collector, at some point you're faced with your limitations and and, and and it makes you almost rethink your goals, but you're almost living proof that if you put your mind to it, you will be able to attain it. You almost have this absolute certainty that your goals will be finished at some point. It's just that like if the prices go higher, it's just going to take you more time.
1: Yeah. Right? It's going to take a few more years, but I will finish what,
0: what it, I'm not going to stop now. Mm-hmm. Last year, people were speculating that with the 25th, pokemon anniversary that were that that we would again experience a, a boom let's say that happens again and your shining charizard goes up to you know uh 8k or 9k or uh, how, how are you gonna go about that yeah.
1: i'll just have to wait longer or save longer or sell, more, <laughs> or sell more cards
0: it's that simple that's so remarkable man so you're 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 100 dedicated to that goal
1: yeah and also like the thing is At the moment, I have no intention to sell. I discussed this a little bit on the podcast I had yesterday as well. Yeah, at one moment, it's going to be a life-changing number with another spike in like five years or 10 years. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Then all the time and money invested is going to come back like 25 times as well. So I also don't really see this time or money wasted. A lot of people don't see possibilities behind it as well. I'm not just completing a set I'm completing something that's never been done I think I'm really making history within the collecting world if someday comes and I need to end up selling it then the new house and the new car and all those things you named before will already be covered easy there's a lot of security in collecting the cards I collect
0: well to be you know the the advocate of the devil here that's pure speculation
1: Oh, for sure. Nobody uh, knows what's going to happen. It's going to crash down next are, year
0: as well. Right. I think we're extremely blessed, and the collecting boom is, is definitely a proof of that. But we're extremely blessed in, in today's age that we're basically experiencing the most peaceful times ever. Right And we're Yo, actually yeah. able, we're actually able to put all our resources into collecting little pieces of shiny cardboard, right? So <laughs> like I mean, the prerequisites for your claim, for your speculation that uh, they will increase in value is is purely based, of course, if 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 those peaceful times please and and let's let's knock on wood here that uh, that it's that it persists and that uh, the market keeps on valuing
1: the cards that you that you're collecting value doesn't go up anymore now for the coming Mm -hmm. five years Mm -hmm. like everything everything i own at the moment because i Mm -hmm. sold a lot over the past two years Mm -hmm. i sold everything and didn't really have a connection to Mm -hmm. everything i own now is basically free it it all comes (laughs) to man hours and hard work and selling other cards but of course you have to put in a little bit of money yourself first but i took all my profits out all the cards i own now are basically free so
0: Mm-hmm. End of the day, yeah, I don't see any risk at all. Yeah, and that's that's actually a great point to make because that's absolutely incredible. You're able to to collect this crazy collection, or at least it's it's it looks crazy at first, and then you're able to tell people, yeah, but it's all free.
1: i have a a normal job man. you know what i do for a living it's like nothing crazy
0: right so you have you have a a normal job and and yet you you're able to collect those insane insanely valuable cards or at least they are insanely valuable in psa 10 right uh basically free by by being smart about how you collect but also exerting extreme patience and, and, and selling at the right time and, and utilizing those those funds to to expand the collection or utilizing those profits to expand the collection. I mean, kudos to you, man. The first time you, you told me that your collection was free, I, I had a paradigm shift. <laughs> You're able to build a collection and, inc- and create vi- value because you create value by buying raw cards and, and grading cards and that's that's a part why PSA is so slammed. It's just because so many people have figured that out. Uh, you create value by buying a raw card and, and grading it in, in high grades, and suddenly this card is you know more valuable. Uh, and, and so you're able to increase the value of a certain card, sell it, and use the profits to build again the collection that you're after. So it is possible, and, sh- and Connor is, is proof that it's possible to, to basically – collect for free. And that's uh, something I never thought was possible. And I, I'm, I'm definitely um, if, if I look back, I, I, I never, I, I, sh- I, I should actually at some point uh, analyze the numbers because I do track my my expenses and my income and, 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 and all that. And, and whenever I sell, I also track that. So um, it, w- it would be interesting to see how how much money I actually did spend because I I know I sold a lot as well uh, this year um, in monetary value and uh, yeah would be would be interesting and I and, and, and I I wonder if at one point I will end up at the <laughs> at the place where you're in right now.
1: It's always good to look back, man.
0: Yeah, because you told me that you don't really track your expenses or
1: yeah um, I, like. I don't write them down. It, mm-hmm. it, it's easy to say, like, I keep everything in my head because you forget plenty, but I know how much I have. I know what I can spend. I know the cards I have. Mm-hmm. So I really don't track it down to the fine numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, so you it, have this know, general
0: ID that you're us- utilizing the profits, but it's not like you track it down to the cents, right? You're, you're, no. you're, you, have, you, you do it roughly. Like right. I've been,
1: I've been buying and selling and doing business my entire life. I've been going mm-hmm. to flea markets with my with my pocket money and with my allowance, making my first profits when I was like eight or seven or six years old. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this forever, just with other hobbies and other stuff. Right. I'm always if I want something, I will make it happen. It maybe sounds a bit cheesy sometimes, but it's really that simple. You just have to, if you want something, set a goal, write it down. I do write the goals down, not the expenses. But I write down a goal, I go for it, and I
0: just don't quit till it's done. That's uh, that's remarkable, Um, Connor. Once once you've um, once you've written those goals down, right? uh, Let's let's dive a little deeper. Um, Like, what is your process to uh, building that collection? You've you've you know you're extremely passionate. You're committed to the game. Uh, and, and, and you've, you've come up with those goals that might scare you a little bit, but you think that are attainable at one point. Um, what, what is, what, how, how would you put it, um, like, what, what's your process to acquiring them? What is the next step after having written down those goals?
1: I just knock them down one by one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. like the same with the, with, the, with the setup. I have now the, new, the brand new computer, the mic, everything. I want to stream, so I just have to make a list. Okay, I need two screens, I need the new computer, I need the keyboard, I need the mouse, I need the mic, I need the stand, I need the amplifier, I need the webcam, I need the, the thing that holds up the screens. And I just buy them one by one or sell a cart and then I can buy two items I need and I just stack them away until I have what I need. Yeah, and now I'm able to stream and do the podcast with you and doing Twitch and YouTube soon.
0: I, I love how how simple you make it. Like I ask you yeah, the, the in, question. It, it
1: is that simple.
0: Like I ask you the question, and you're almost not able to to answer because to, to you in your brain it's like the like w- what's what what do you mean? Like what's the question? Like like <laughs> yeah. like like how do I go from there? Like what do you mean? Like like you you just you just go for it, and you 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 you, you attain those goals, right? There's like it's like like what everything in between your your goal and you is 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 useless. So you just bridge the gap no matter what and you just do it right so i love that i love that that answer man. and i <laughs> like there's so many ways you could have answered that question man i think that's the best the best way you could have answered it <laughs> unbelievable um <laughs> oh man um <laughs> and it's 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 funny because that that almost that almost makes my my entire podcast my entire the 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 <laughs> the question I, I lay out for you are almost useless because you're you're like, man, what the hell? You you just make it happen. <laughs> yeah, just do it. <laughs> right, but let's let's say let's say if we had to break it down, like if if we had to make it down, we we had to dumb it down for people that don't don't understand. Because I do get a lot of, I want to say newbie questions, but also from from people that are relatively advanced. So, some people still try to figure uh, to, to 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 they almost try to um discover the, the 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 secret recipe for success they still they still want to um they still want the ingredients right what what are the ingredients what are the websites what are the the processes and how how do you manage your money and and how how do you make it happen like the i i i am I'm a firm believer that why you collect is way more important than how you collect right because if your why like why do you want those goals if, if 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 your goals are compelling enough it almost doesn't doesn't matter how you get there because you know that you will get there because you're you're so committed and 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 your why is so strong that you're you're you know it's like a magnet right your goals are like a magnet no, no matter what happens you will reach them because achieving them justifies all means and uh so you come to a, to, to a point where asking that question is almost hard for you to, to answer. But if we had to break it down, what would you say is, like, um, break it down as, as simple as possible. Like, you, you, you wrote down the goals, like, two, two years ago. Like, you, you said, like, you know what? I have all these shining Pokemons. What, what if I'm going to go, go and, and, and collect the PSA 1 to 10? You wrote it down. What behavior changed from the moment you you made you made that decision that d- this will be your goal?
1: Uh, the the buying random, st- random stuff on eBay changed. That's right. something I quit immediately. I I quit modern cards basically altogether. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of the sacrifices people don't see. Like it's I don't open I haven't opened booster packs. in, I think this entire year at all I mm-hmm. opened a Digimon booster box, but that's it, just mm-hmm. for fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I made a lot more sacrifices. And what did I sacrifice? Yeah, not getting other stuff. It's yeah. For me, it's a really, really, really simple answer as well, or yeah, hard to hard to answer again. But it's a really simple
0: right. concept so for me. Like basically, if you if you make your goals you uh, basically committing to your goals is 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 making the decision that you're going to make sacrifices to achieve them
1: yeah basically right yeah
0: and uh, and and the sacrifices were that you 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 wouldn't be able to make random purchases so you have to be extremely aware of what you buy uh, uh extremely aware of how you spend your money
1: yeah for sure like especially, I don't, especially I don't track for someone... Yeah. I, I check daily what I have. I know what expenses are coming up. You have your monthly stuff. Everybody has bills. So you know what you what you have, what you spent, and what you mm-hmm. have to spend for your hobby.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I also sacrificed a lot of cards that came back from other submissions. Like people don't see the three or four shadowless jarry Arts I graded and sold mm-hmm. that are actually worth five times as much as the shinings I bought with that money like i don't care for the money i don't care for the care for the shadowless if I want the pSA three shining Raiju, I go for that card like
0: right it just it just one more it, it, it's you just use it as one step towards your goal your personal goal yeah one like, step at a time yeah 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 and it, like, again like um and, and i talk i talk about this in in i i try to to talk about this in in different podcasts, because that's extremely relevant. Like it's it's like you won't be able to. It's like it's it's a prerequisite, right? You won't be able to achieve your goals if you make those sacrifices. And some people, because I, I get I get messages almost daily, like wow, you have this collection, amazing, good for you. If only I was able to do that, yeah, right? but you and, are able to, <laughs> right? Exactly, and, and and I'm like, bro, if I was able to do that, you can too, if you want. That's key if you want, right? If if yeah, your it. why why you want it, if your why is strong enough, you will get there. It's just that people don't understand that we have to sacrifice so much in order to to get that card. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I couldn't agree more. Like you, you're saying like, yeah, I, I will have to knock down that one goal, like that PSA 10 Shining Charizard. I will have to knock it down at one point. But,
1: you know, that's... I probably got to sell like 20% of the entire PSA sub just to get that Charizard, a card I don't even like. I don't care for PSA 10s, but I have to finish the set because <laughs> I set my mind to finishing this set, so it's going to happen.
0: Right, so you have a, an extremely compelling dream, the goal of, co- of having that set completed. And, and, and no matter what, you will get there. Like no matter what the sacrifices that you have to make you, you will get there and that's something that people fail to understand when they you know write write us because I'm sure you get way more way more um uh, messages about this as well like man, if only I was able to do that like no, you don't understand like like it, it's not like if it is, it is certainly that you can do it it's just like do you want to do that? Do Do you feel it, like I feel like the the difference between uh, a collector that's able to achieve his goals and 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 a collector that isn't is basically his level of commitment. Yeah, it's wouldn't you agree?
1: Yeah, for sure. It's all right. mindset. It's all if how how bad do you want it?
0: Right, and that's not that's not to say that the one that isn't committed is 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 not wrong. Uh, is wrong, right? There's no right or wrong. Like again, like collecting is so personal we we all have a different level of commitment like like some, some people feel like it's insane to put all your money into cardboard right and and they are they would be right if they you know they're right from their frame of, re- yeah, frame of reference they're yeah. right right so um, no I, I i love this man and and i i love to really examine or study uh, collectors like you because it's it's your almost insane Right in your way of, of, of going after your cards, the the the, the level of commitment, the, level, the, the the sacrifices that you have to make is almost insane, and um, I, and I think that that's that's extremely interesting to me. That's extremely interesting to me. Many people don't know this because, like again, like I, I'm a Dragon Ball super page, but I, I'm I, I get my inspiration from other collectors as well, and you're you're one of one of them just because of everything we've discussed today. Um, are you are you inspired by by other collectors as well?
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: What yeah, are some I, of the collectors I, that, I, that you're? bringing ex-
1: back to you, by the way, but no. <laughs> to start it off, you. It like, how long have you been collecting?
0: Two years now yeah two 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 good years yeah that's all i'm all in yeah for two years
1: yeah i think you have one of the craziest dragon ball super collections i know and there are some insane ones on instagram but you yours is mind-blowing it's so clean so i don't know it's it's, it's getting close to perfect and uh, <laughs> i know you know exactly the feeling what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah and there are some there are some nah, some there are, are a lot of accounts on instagram i think Almost every collector inspires me in their own kind of way, mm. because you have collectors that like uh, Rockaballa TCG, who right? Collects all the Jolteons. You have somebody who only collects all the Bulbasars. Stuff like that is something that I really like personally, because I'm the big Mewtwo fan and I collect all kinds of Mewtwo stuff. Mm-hmm. There are some other guys on Instagram that inspired me to collect those Magi and Zuko and Mewtwo we talked about the other day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there are plenty of accounts that inspire me. I think it's also one of the big reasons I started going to social media to find out other accounts, find out more stuff about new sets, old sets, different cards, stuff you don't know about.
0: Yeah, and, uh, and, and I, I, feel, I feel like that as well. Like uh, when I started collecting in 2018, uh, you know, Pokemon Go happened in 2016 and, and, and it, it drew me back to Pokemon, but it took, it took a while for me to, to say, you know what? fuck it let, let, let me just you know order a, f- a few cards on ebay and i i purchased the 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 starter trio from uh from base set like charizard Ch- uh, charizard venusaur and uh, Blastoise and i actually purchased the japanese version because they were cheaper and i was like you know i i just need the the, the artwork right and uh and, and one thing led, led to another of course but at some point i felt uh, i felt like i want to engage with this hobby more and one massive way to engage more in, in 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 hobbies to join the community where is the community where is the community at right and, and the community is basically everywhere but the the you know the community that we chose to to uh, to go to is Instagram and 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 once you engage with the community like your level of of ex, like the exposure that you get to, uh, for all different types of cars and collections and, and, and collectors is it's it almost opens your mind at such a degree that you you change your entire perspective of, of what the hobby means to you. Like it enhances your experience so much that it's it's like it's almost hard for me to 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 think about if I were if if I even would still be collecting if I didn't enter the the community.
1: Oh yes, same for me. How how did the I, community
0: uh, I, affect your uh, your collecting?
1: I think it did a lot for my collecting because, yeah, I think I wouldn't even have finished the gold stars or something. Mm. I don't think I would have finished the set or found out the stuff I know now. Mm-hmm. I think the community is a big help, also a big in yeah, big inspiration, a big motivator mm-hmm. because you find, especially when you start, you find out so much new information, so much amazing stuff that's collected that you that you feel connected to. I think it really, it opened up a whole new world for me in collecting for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i i think I think that's just the way that we're wired right like as human beings we're we're very social creatures and we share information with one another and we you know if if I share my thought on a certain topic you will you know process it and 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 we'll have a discussion, right? And it's th- thanks to that dis- discussion that I start thinking a different way and that I, I learn and that you learn and, and we'll learn from each other. And, and the bigger and stronger the community, the more uh, the more exposure we get from different ideas and different topics and, and, and the more we learn as a whole. And, and I think it's just, it's just how we are, man. We are humans and we're made to have, to, to be in our community of, of like-minded individuals. And if we're not... We're basically robbing us from the opportunities and, and robbing us from the from the potential. And so, I think uh, as a collector, it's almost crucial. Like if you want to to take your your game to the next level, it's almost crucial to engage in the community. And so, every time I i uh, i buy i i buy a card from from a, from a Facebook seller because face, Facebook sellers in the Dragon Ball Super community. Sometimes uh, you you'll find sellers that. Are not at all engaged with the community. They just, you know, typed in "Dragon Ball selling" or something on on, on Facebook, and they'll put their their uh, their cards up for sale on the on Facebook Marketplace. But they are so not engaged with with the market, with with uh, with the community. And, and I'll ask them why and and how and, and 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 because whenever I buy or sell or trade a card, I want to, you know continue that that relationship that I have with that person because I feel like buying selling or trading with a person is basically is is, is a tool to enhance your your uh, your connection with someone and I feel like whenever I I um I I initially intended to to buy something from you right at some point and I and I feel like that it's it's that starting from that point that our uh, conversation started to be to be more interesting and you know, that we you know we have you you have mutual respect and everything. So whenever I ask for someone, um, are you in the community? And they say no. It's very it's almost like, huh? It's almost gives me a weird feeling like, why are you not? And 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 more often than not, people will after my conversation after telling them that they should <laughs> they should actually join the community. More often than not, they will. Like a month later or something, contact me on Instagram. Hey, bro, I actually created a, a, a an Instagram page and look, and 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 I'm there and it's awesome and it's 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 amazing and I'm so much more happy and 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 all suddenly I'm in contact with all these like-minded individuals and I'm able to you know enjoy my collecting way more. I wouldn't have sold those cars if I were in the community. <laughs> like, I, it's this it's it's such a magical place almost that we're able to communicate communicate with all types of people around the world around the world thanks to social media it's, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. unbelievable
1: it, it really makes a difference
0: yeah and so, sorry for that long no, that's <laughs> pointless cool story just like i'm very passionate about no, this but, topic but for,
1: for example i think like at least half of my shinings i was able to get because of people in the community the right. amount of DMs I got, or the amount of listings or stories people resend to me. Oh, I know you are looking for a PSA, whatever shining. Because of the help and the, the the connections you have with the people within the community, I'm able to do what I do. Yeah,
0: and please share share your view on this topic because because it's it applies more to you than it applies to me. But I feel like the reputation that you build on social media is extremely important. If you want to, to benefit from from these advantages of, of being in a community, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, for sure. Because if you want to be active in the community, whether you like it or not, you build a reputation over time, whether that's positive or negative. And if you be a, if if you're an idiot on the platform, that like people people re- will resent you, and you they, you will rob yourself of future opportunities. But if you're if you're compassionate if you're if you're uplifting if you're motivating if you're um you know if you if you help out the community then it the community will help you out and and that's that's been that's been absolutely incredible for me too is 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 i realized that the the more uh the more i engage in the community that the more the community the community engages with me
1: (laughs) yeah but that's it like the amount of people that ask me how, how do you get so many followers? How do you get so many interaction? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, how much are you online? And they're like, yeah, uh, I, I'm online for like 10 minutes a day. And then I like three posts. Like if you don't, <laughs> if you want something, you, you also have to give it back in a kind of way. Uh-huh. The amount of time I'm online and the amount of time I interact with people and DM people I haven't spoken to in a few weeks or a few days to check up on the collection, to check up how they are to check out how they've been, how school is, whatever. Connections are everything, not only in, in, in collecting, but I think in life as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. skills
1: you, le- you learn nowadays with collecting, mm-hmm. like back in the day, you would have your book, you would have it in your desk somewhere and put your stamps in it and you were a collector. Nowadays, we share everything, every mail day we have, every deal we make, every transaction we have, we almost share everything. And I think really those connections you make along the way, yeah, that those really make a difference.
0: Oh yeah. And, and I love how you, you, you relate collecting to life in general, because I, I do feel strongly about that as well, that uh, while you're collecting, if you commit to collecting enough and you want to take it to the next level, at some point you will encounter certain challenges that, that that trigger that trigger you to, uh, become a better person in general, and 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 you will you will aim. Uh, how should I put it? Like you develop yourself in such a way that is useful in life in general. And like you said, like networking, networking is crucial for your collector's experience in the community. It's crucial for being able to achieve your goals efficiently. Because like you said half of your shinings that you have in your collecting uh, of in your collection come from the community and it's the same for me i i want to say like 80 percent of my purchases come from people that i encountered on instagram and 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 i feel like the more you're able to do that the more efficient you'll be able to build your goals but during that process, you become a better person because you're, like you said, you're, like, you're networking and that is so useful in the real world as well.
1: Yeah, especially the way the world is going now and where we are
0: going, networking is everything. Networking is everything. Like there, there's that saying, and I, I, I want to paraphrase it, I'm not sure if, if, if I'll do it correctly, but you're net worth is your network. work. Yeah, like, yeah I think I've seen it right. Times. Yeah 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 and, and that makes total sense because the, the, the connections that you build with people and I'm and I mean I, I didn't plan this whatsoever but the, the, the connect the connection that you make with people depending on on, on how much those people are worth, like how how committed they are in in their space and how much value they provide in their space, the more they will be able to help you out. And so the value that you will get, and that makes total sense. Like if you have great, great connections with great people, they will lift you up. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I'm able to have a conversation with you. Thanks to (laughs) <laughs> my yeah. network uh, ability and your network ability like, oh, we're having this conversation that's awesome one of the one
1: of one of my favorite stories as well and you know my buddy reactive milk david mm-hmm. the the guy i started cola collect with mm-hmm. we got together because of facebook we got scammed by the same person right then we came in contact and we just met up in person one day because we really clicked and he told me also about his pokemon collection and everything so i told him about instagram social media you have to be on instagram because you find a lot more cards you can sell easier you lay the connections you find amazing collectors because of that he started instagram and because of that we started koda collect together so yeah social media is everything
0: like again like the the hobby if you do it well and you take the opportunities that that come come across you and for some people networking is is the the more more the most natural thing to do and for some people me me saying that it's a skill or or something you develop or an opportunity that you take it it almost feels alienating because for them it's so natural but for me it's it isn't uh, natural i need to be a little bit more i mean it's it's getting natural but uh at some points it's it's you you almost have to force yourself to you know put yourself out there and start contacting someone and communicating communicating to, to together and and really caring about the person and, and so on and so forth. but the, the the hobby put you in such a place where you took the opportunity and, and connected with that person which you you have a, a mutual you have m- mutual interest so it's fairly easy actually in our hobby but you took the opportunity and now you're basically business partners and you're making yeah. money together and your your life is all the better for it
1: yeah just because just you, just because you put yourself out there again it's yeah it's yeah it's the same answer again but it's really that simple to me like you just have to do it you have to take the step and go on social media go on youtube watch videos from people that open packs open returns listen to podcasts like this you can learn so much from just being out there you don't even have to post the first few weeks the first few months just be a lurker just learn just be there mm-hmm. every day you learn new stuff and once you start posting and laying the connections it's going to spread like a wildfire for sure
0: oh yeah i i agree it's it's exponential and and networking works that way right because at first you just make a connection with one person but if you look at it's in another way, you know that you're in, in contact with that one person, but that one person is also in contact with other people, and so it's easier because you have that one one connection. It's easier to make other connections, and 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 once you have several connections, it really goes exponential, and you it's, it, at some point you build this entire community your own community your own family if you want within the community and 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 that's that's where you and I are right I mean I, I have certainly my own family and I'm sure that you have your own family yeah, as yeah, well sure. um, and, and and that's that's amazing because again like it enhances your collectors experience Connor I I, I, I want to touch on the fact that you got scammed but but before that I want to um, go further on on how, your networking ability got you to collaborate with Rhyme Style, right? Is that correct?
1: Yeah, I did a I did a PSA shop with, with him like a year ago.
0: Right. How, how did How did that happen? Because I mean, Rhyme Style, millions of followers on, on on YouTube, huge personality in our in our in our hobby. How how did you come in contact with him?
1: Shout out to Rhyme Style, by the way.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs>
1: yeah no uh, i was watching youtube i was was watching a video of him and he was going over some products i just got in from japan japan as well and those were the shikishi shikishi artboard artworks something like that it's like a small frame and it has a really nice artwork of Mm -hmm. pokemon on it it's it's out now in dragon ball super as well i think Mm -hmm. yes so i was watching that video and he was talking about getting in contact with PSA, seeing if they wanted to grade them. So my mind clicked. I just sent the down a message asking if I could send some cards with him. Yeah, like the legend he is, no problem, send them over, and he took care of it. So again, network, just go out there, send somebody a message. The worst thing you can get is no, you can always get a yes, so...
0: Yeah, I mean the the worst thing that can happen is he just ignores you, but but yeah. you, you you don't know until you actually reach out. So you always
1: have to try, always take a shot,
0: right? And and that's where your reputation comes comes into play as well, because if you're if you're absolutely new to the community, nobody knows you, you have no network whatsoever, uh, you have uh, four followers. Uh, the the chance that rhyme style will totally ignore you is infinitely higher compared to if your shiny night fury that has been four years into the into the, the collecting game on, on instagram rhyme style has undoubtedly already seen some of your posts yeah he
1: I can already knew he can
0: he can, ch- he can check your page you have twenty five thousand followers you're bringing value to the community he has nothing to lose to answer your 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 question so again like your 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 network has so much value and and now you you're it, it it's it brings you to to a point where you're even able to you know do a fucking psa subway rhyme style how cool is that
1: can you, be, can you believe i've had that package lying in my office here for five months and i still haven't opened it
0: that is criminal
1: yeah I'm, I'm so ashamed i don't even i don't even want to make the video anymore i can't i can't anymore i just have to forget
0: about it just keep them to myself <laughs> that is criminal that that's still there somewhere it's uh yeah man, <laughs> I,
1: content and quality and 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 a sub like that i just want everything to be perfect i need the double cameras i need the double screens i need the microphone i just i really want to nail this video
0: yeah and, uh, and, and more do. power to you man more power to you because for some people uh see, see you and i are different in in that perspective That um uh for me uh, being in the spectrum of being careless and being a perfection perfectionist I'm definitely way closer to the perfectionist than, than being careless but in in some way for me being a perfectionist I always I am extremely aware that I'm a perfectionist but at some point I'm also very aware of the limitations of being a perfectionist, like thinking like this needs to be perfect. I need this and this and this before I can make this happen. And and for some people, and including myself, it can be paralyzing to to be to being a perfectionist. But for you, you have your you have intrinsic confidence that yes, there are all these steps that need to to be taken in order for you know your content to be perfect, quote unquote. And it will never be perfect. You have intrinsic confidence and patience to. Go through the steps before doing that without losing it out of sight.
1: Yeah, I think that's there uh, there aren't many people that's remarkable who make their first YouTube video and then, yeah, I want the same quality as rhyme style,
0: <laughs> but, right? And yeah, the, the only person that comes to mind, in my opinion, that's that started off with a bang, uh, is uh, Pookie Rev,
1: yeah, for sure. I know, I knew you were gonna say this, man. Pookie Rev has done on, it, he
0: did it perfect. Flawlessly, yeah. incredible. Like I've, Insane. I've seen his first video, and now he's like, I don't know, how, like two, three, hundred thousand subscribers. I don't know, man. He's, he's, he's unstoppable.
1: Flying. Yeah, he's unstoppable. He's flying. He's the next big thing on YouTube for, for the Pokemon. Uh, oh, he's gonna, before.
0: he's gonna reach a million very soon.
1: He's gonna hit a million heart level for sure.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, he's gonna no, pass no, on yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the feeling I have. No just doubt Because in my mind. he's so unstoppable. Because Leon Hart has the uh, uh, has been at it for years, right? He has been at it for years, and 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 I mean, wow! I mean, to to get to the level where he is in the community is incredible, and and also people like Unlisted Leaf, if you know him, they all it, blew up. It's it's incredible. Like even but... the guys,
1: the small guys from a few years ago, we were just watching and just getting to know. They're all mm-hmm. the big YouTubers now. It's
0: incredible, right? Yeah, Unlisted insane. Leaf, he had like. I don't know like 60,000 followers uh subscribers which which was already incredible like wow he has like so many subscribers but now he's like well over a million it's it's, yeah, it's insane. absolutely insane uh and 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 it's there there's something to be said about their commitment again their patience but coming back to PokiRev he did it flawlessly like uh, he had already an established Instagram account uh so he was already very active in the community but his yep. YouTube page really propelled him to levels beyond belief uh, and the way he started is he or he he took the time like like what you're doing right now is he took the time to to have a setup that allows him to be super efficient. And that's that's something that I haven't done at all. I just I just use my phone. I just have my iPhone. I I click record, I just talk things out of my ass without preparation. I um I edit it down on iMovie and I upload it on my phone and that's basically it, right? That's that's all I do and that's all I use and that's all I ever have done. And so of course, I won't reach the levels of Pokiev who has Studied YouTube and has 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 done all he can to make the best possible videos. And the... congrats to Pokerev. If Pokeriff ever listens to this, like man, I'm a <laughs> I'm a massive fan. <laughs> also shout out shout out to Pokeriff. <laughs>
1: yeah. And so, also, also the thing is a little bit with with the setup I have now and that I'm working for. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just starting with the YouTube and the Twitch, but I've been making content and be I've been on Instagram for the past four years. So. <laughs> I also personal personal feeling that I owe it a little bit to the community. Then that yeah everybody has been supporting me for so long, buying everything I'm selling, sharing everything, following like you know my page. The, The amount of support I get is mind blowing. I still don't understand why so many people support just me, but. Yeah, I really have that feeling that I owe it back to the community to deliver at least some quality instead of just sitting in front of a webcam filming my DS. That's not something yeah, I feel comfortable doing.
0: Well, again, more power to you. Like I, I can I, I, I can't wait to see you start uh and and, and, and to see uh to see how it goes i'm Uh, curious
1: man i'm really curious how the how the start of youtube and twitch is gonna go yeah and and again a complete flop you never know oh
0: yeah oh yeah and that's that again that that comes comes back to uh me being a perfectionist and knowing the the drawbacks from that and, and, and 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 trying to counteract that is i know that if you get into the rabbit hole of perfectionism is you say you you put so many steps ahead of you before you start and you don't even know what's going to happen when you start, right? So you put all this time and energy to 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 make everything right before you start. But lo and behold, your first YouTube video is probably still going to be your, your worst. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for <laughs> and sure. you will have to still learn look, look, look a lot fir- more than what you think, right? It's not just you know purchasing this brand new fancy microphone or or whatever. It's it's. Actually, being entertaining on camera is something that's very, very difficult.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And uh, look, and look and, at that uh, first Instagram post; it's complete shit.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I, and that's something that I actually like doing because, again, like I like, um, I like studying success, and uh, and and so what I often like doing is going to a successful YouTube channel and scrolling all the way down and it's it's on YouTube there's there's actually a feature to 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 uh you know to to go from old to new videos but it's yeah. something that it's something new that i discovered only a, a few months back so i used to scroll all the way down like an idiot sometimes for for 10 20 30 minutes <laughs> to find their very first youtube channel because their very first youtube channel is most often than not extremely relatable because because it's it's often poor quality and they're stuttering and they're not sure how to how to be entertaining yeah. on camera and you learn so much Thanks from seeing the pro the progress um so yeah I do, man i, do I can't on what did you say
1: i do the same on instagram like Right. The, the the question you get a lot, you get it, I get it. How do you build up your collection? How are you able to do it? How it, go to somebody's Instagram page, scroll all the way down, you see his first post, it's like four energy cards, a squirtle and a Mewtwo. And ten <laughs> posts later, it's his first PSA cards, twenty posts later, it's the first BGS cards. It takes time, it needs to be it needs to build up. It's always nice to go back to the to the beginning of a page, Instagram, YouTube, whatever
0: yeah yeah uh, it, it gives you perspective because you have and I'm sure lots of people see you as this um almost cartoonish character that achieves everything he wants and is almost not human uh, but if you really scrolling down and and seeing where you come from and understanding that makes it more relatable and makes it more likely that you understand the person and are able to implement whatever you learned from his path yeah, and that's uh, also why i like to
1: post all the failures as well
0: oh yeah and i i try to do this as well uh maybe not enough but i i definitely admire your uh how how transparent you are on your page and i think that's that's a part why you're so successful is because you make it extremely relatable on your stories for example you you, you show you know the, the 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 struggles you've been through this year and and you you were the you were the inspiration for for, for me to, to to share my struggles of the year as well because every everyone look at my page and like wow he builds this incredible collection and, and it's like I'm unstoppable like it's like one post after another yet another uh, acquisition another acquisition another acquisition but what people don't know is that I've 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 crawled out of the deepest death of my soul this year. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, we had a crazy uh, and, year, and, huh? We had an absolutely crazy year and everybody struggled. And, and it's I, I, feel, I feel like it's very important to also shed light on that to make each other more relatable and, and, and to um, to make it more acceptable that, yes, you can fail. Yes, you are imperfect. And yes, um, yeah, I, I, I feel like that's very important. Yeah, me too.
1: Like the transparency is really needed within a community and especially if you're trying to build up your name or your brand. hmm like, you can post... If you don't want to share your personal stuff, that's also fine. Like, you don't have to, but what a lot of people... Where, where the misunderstanding comes from is when you only post your PSA 10 new card or your 9 card or your 10 card. Mm-hmm. You're not doing something wrong, but the 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 way people see it is like that you are the perfect guy who can post all these cards, mm-hmm. but nobody knows that you took all those shots in one day and you put them away again or like there's so much more going on behind the screen. And I really like to show everybody that. just like what you said, like nobody's perfect. We all make a lot of fucking mistakes daily. Every few hours I make a mistake. Like the amount of time I've, I've fallen down this year and get got back up. It's crazy. Like I've, I've made more mistakes this year than in the past few years, but I also had the most accomplishments. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah. I mean the, the person that tries nothing accomplishes nothing.
1: Yeah. Right. You have to put the work in.
0: And uh, and and it's as stupid as it's it, as it sounds. Like we learn from our mistakes, and the only thing to remedy this is maybe if you, you know, are humble enough to study the success of other people, and it's only that way that you can kinda, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, f- um, make your learning curve way more attractive than 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 if you would only do your own mistakes. But in the end, I mean, we are human, and we make mistakes all the time, and yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and it's, it's mistake as well. Others can learn mm-hmm. from it, just as what we did.
0: Right, and I, I actually, um, uh, uh, yeah, I intended to, to record a podcast last last week with with fifty uh, fifty chasing. who is a there's a good friend of mine in the DBS community, and uh, one of the topics that's and and I say intended to record because in the end we we I didn't end up pur- um, publishing it because. Um, the pacing was really weird, and, and we were both not really feeling it. But but I, from a person to person conversation, it was amazing. Just for a podcast, it wasn't really it wasn't really there. Uh, but one of the topics that we discussed is how a friend of ours, he has, I mean, he has more resources than than the usual collector, but his his posts are basically one black label one after another.
1: Yeah, it's insane. I know he's question. Right. It's it's mind blowing.
0: Right. So he has he has like a thousand followers. Not he has like his page deserves way more praise. But he has like a thousand followers. And if if with a thousand followers, even you know his page. It's it's it already says a lot. Uh, but so basically, his post is one black label after another. And so it's very easy for people to think that either he's extremely lucky with BGS, or he knows something that you don't know. Or he, he just has you know, or he's just you know, extremely wealthy, and he purchases all those black label, and none of all this is true, right? I mean, he is more wealthy than others, I can assume, but you know, he more power to him, right? He's utilizing his resources the way he wants, right? But uh, what a lot of people, what a lot of people don't understand is for him to get one black label, the amount of time effort he puts into it is almost mind-blowing and um to elaborate a little bit what, what that means is let's say the new chase card secret rare from dragon ball super was that goku and frieza secret Rare from set 14 and uh, he i mean at least it was the first black label that i saw was his right and um and so he, in, I think he was at least one of the first people to acquire a black label of that of that card. It ends up being fairly well printed, so it's fairly easy to get a black label. But his process was that at release, he purchased about, and I I don't I don't know exact numbers, but he purchased about twenty ish copies, right. Lots of people can't afford to buy 20-ish copies, but it just just to, to elaborate on the, the, the level of difficulty to acquire a black label, he acquired 20 copies, then scrutinized every single card, and he told me that he spends you know 20 to 30 minutes per card, examining it per card, which is absolutely insane, because I, I examine my cards for two minutes, not 20. Um, and based on that, he selected 11 cards out of the 20 plus to send to BGS. And out of the 11 cards, one got a black label, right? But that also means that after all this time and effort and money put into it, he has only one black label and 10 that are not black labels, which is absolutely insane. And so, uh, I mean, in the end, he's able to sell all the cards that are not black label, and he's able to basically get his black label for um, for free of, or even pro- profit. But uh, that's maybe a topic for a different uh, time. But it's 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 so easy on social media to judge the person by his posts and make assumptions that are so untrue. You yeah. you could think that he's just being lucky, but little do you know that he purchased 20 plus copies. Examined them twenty plus minutes each, and only got one black label out of all this. Right, so anyway,
1: did you already follow me when I was on the hunt for my black label Mewtwo? for the test
0: tube? Um, That's a good question. I don't think so. So, I don't think so. I I was was following you when you when you got it back.
1: Okay, uh... I think the set was out for maybe a year. Mm -hmm. Maybe I think it was still within the same year, Mm -hmm. and. Just like Poker Dip, I was buying multiple copies and I think I had three or four of them, but I really didn't like the condition. So I have a, I have a PSA stack and a BGS stack, mm-hmm. and the PSA stack was getting bigger, bigger, bigger. And I'm really selective of what I send to back it because I don't know if you have seen all my returns, but I only score, I almost score only gold and black labels. Mm-hmm. And the Mewtube GX. I bought 17 or 18 copies in the same evening off eBay, <laughs> all, all the Japanese versions, and 15 were from the same seller. So right. I, w- I was checking his eBay page. He had a 100% amazing feedback. <laughs> so I knew it had to be some guy that had like 55 boxes, opened everything, and was selling everything as singles. So I scooped, I scooped up like 20 tubes at once. I laid them all, all out together once I had them sat down and just like Pokedip, I examined every card for like five minutes, 10 minutes, put them to the PSA stack, look over the PSA stack again, put one card back to the Beckett stack, check them all again, put two again back to the PSA and went back and forth, back and forth. So I ended up with three cards that I really felt confident in. And I sent those to PGS and I got two gold label tens and one black label on my first ever Beckett Sub. Wow. And then the other cards all went to PSA when they come back, I sold them to the community for like 50 bucks each. So the entire community what? now has a PSA 10 <laughs> test tube for like 50 bucks when they are 500 now, but <laughs> and that's how I ended up with my free Black Label Mewtube. That's free.
0: incredible. That's, uh, that's a great story. That's that's a great story.
1: I still have the screenshots. I think I posted it a while, a while ago on my story, but, the, but I will do again soon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I still have all the pictures and everything. I also have three more Japanese ones, and make it now, <laughs> and those I was comparing to my black label, so that's going to be really interesting. Right,
0: man, congrats! Because uh, again, like it's it's uh, it's easy to to assume that getting black labels is purely luck, but if getting the black label is your intent, right? If if that's your main goal, it's not just luck. Sure, luck plays into it, but uh, but. But the level of scrutiny that is required for you to, to select those three cards out of which only one got a black label because it could maybe have gotten all three pristine tens all, oh, as yeah, well. Sure. So, yeah. uh, but all, uh, our,
1: in my opinion, still all three were exact the same condition centering was the same, the condition was the same. I think sometimes a little bit of luck is needed with black labels because not every black label has the perfect centering. We are actually looking for mm-hmm. of course it's a little bit of luck but yeah like you said like you said it's also a matter of time and perseverance if you go to 10 20 30 copies you will end
0: up with a black label eventually right and and in the end you can if 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 you have a system that that allows it you can even make it affordable uh because if you have the initial um uh, if you have the initial capital you it's just a matter of selling off the cards that yep. didn't make it in a black label, and so suddenly your black label is is free. But uh, I I've never I mean with with how grading is right now, you either have to have a lot of capital to make it happen, or you have to be extremely patient and wait a year or so per sub, which which makes you know your progress extremely slow as well. But so uh, yeah, I yeah. can't do
1: it anymore either. Like I've been waiting one and a half year now almost for my yeah. With yeah. prepping and sopping and first to loot games, then to PSA. I think it's been almost one and a half year.
0: And yeah, that's not, uh... not,
1: not affordable anymore. Like I used also a bit of my own cash because I was able to. Mm-hmm. And normally PSA is back in three months. And now that it has been taken more than a year and I just moved. Yeah, mm-hmm. then you feel this thing a little bit.
0: Right. It's still more than
1: fine. That's not the problem, but... If I knew the cards would have been gone a year, I wouldn't have invested like my own money. So Mm -hmm. you really need the capital
0: or you need a lot more time frame. Connor, I want to to gear back towards... And I want to tie it it to the ability to deal with adversity within the community. One of the ways you can encounter adversity is dealing with scams. You told us that you you were scammed with... uh, uh, Reactive milk, like you and Reactive Milk, got got scammed at one point. Can you can you uh, tell us the the story behind that um, real shortly? Yeah, so the scam
1: happened basically this year. Yeah, basically I built up a really good relationship with somebody in the community. Became really good friends. Did some subs together. Traded some traded some cars together. He helped me accomplish a lot of nice goal in between. I introduced them to some friends. He's a really, really... He seemed to be a really nice guy. Insane collection, like anything, any item you named he had, he showed pictures of it. He showed videos of it. Always a little bit of a crappy camera, but everything seemed pretty much fine. Really good connection with the guy. Uh, I know a few people on Instagram who had visited him in real life, so I knew it was a real person. I know the connection was good. Those people also got scammed, by the way, but... Yeah, uh, he scammed me and approximately between 50 and 100 people. At one point, we had 100 people in Discord, all with a little bit of the same story. Like, I had a really good friend, but products are fake. Uh, he moved away. My subs were gone. He doesn't respond. So we all came in contact with each other. And we found out that he basically disappeared for a while. Nobody couldn't get in contact with him not even his closest friends, people in real life, he tried to contact, we tried to contact his sister at one point, she didn't know where he was, I, I believe. And then finally we got an answer back that a legal measures had been taken, police was on it, the judge was on it, because like a hundred people were working on it, so mm-hmm. I wasn't up to date, like all the way, I wasn't checking every day because yeah, when, once you get scammed and your stuff is gone, you really don't want to focus on it every day and every hour of the day true so yeah at one point me and David heard that uh, things were taken care of and the police on it and judges on it he's getting some help because of some mental issues I believe so there's a lot happening behind the scenes as well that's also why we stopped posting online about it because it's still a person it's still somebody who's going through stuff and that's something yeah you have to keep in mind even if he's scammed for like over a million euros but yeah, that's basically what happened. He took in a lot of PSA subs. He took in a lot of Beckett subs. He took in a lot of VGA subs, WADA subs. He told everybody he was a middleman while he was using other middlemen himself. So <laughs> everybody's cards and everybody's games is at other middlemen that he never paid, but everybody paid him. So right, there's so much work behind it. Like he's been talking to... Hundreds of people acting like some kind of fucking saint, acting like he's your best friend and then still in the back of his his head, he's fucking you over. That's kind of what got me in a dip this year as a a collector, you know. Mm -hmm. Also a reason why I took it a bit slower on a lot of stuff. Of course, the surgery and and the COVID drama didn't help, but yeah, that's also one of the main issues. I started to take it a bit slower
0: oh man i can i can totally relate because uh i got scammed twice in uh in 2020 uh, and like you said like you know the covid drama and and and, and work didn't really help in those times but I, I got scammed in in july 2020 and in november 2020 by two people i built up a relationship with over time it's not some it's not somebody that's that's you know just popped out of nowhere and scammed me it's really people that that took the time to to build a relationship with me and, 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 and one, one of those two people I was, you know, hunting for, for sealed Dragon Ball booster boxes. And at the time they were kind of hard to find. Uh, and I'm talking about the Salt of the saints and universal onslaught, so pretty damn valuable um, sets, but at the time they were still at retail. And, and so we were hunting for retail boxes. And, and so I was, I was in contact with that person for already you know 3 4 months and and we were um, not only contact uh, contacting each other through I- Instagram messages but also through voice calls and so when, whenever you do vo- voice calls with someone you're, you're, you're like the connection is way stronger somehow yeah. because you know how they how they they you know be, because you can read emotions <laughs> with voice yeah. right yeah, and sure. uh, and so and so I really trusted that person, and I and I've done deal deals with him uh, successfully. I've I've purchased stuff from him. He's purchased them from me. We've done trades. I've sent him gifts. He sent me gifts. So we we had a, a, very, a pretty damn good uh, relationship on this on that platform, and and uh, and. and and so at some point, he contacts me like, hey, bro, um, I found this website where I can purchase a sort of the Saiyans booster boxes. How many do you want? And the, the person also has Universal Onslaught booster boxes. How many do you want? And so I, I ended up purchasing two or three each so it's not a lot of money but it's still pretty damn decent and so i i i i I, I sent him my money uh so that he could do the purchase and and he he was he was from the uk and and uh, the shop he he got it from was also uk so he would take in those boxes for me and whenever we would do another deal or something uh he would sell send them out to me but the catch is that from one day to another he suddenly disappeared. but prior to that I all, he also he was also gonna help me to get some cards signed signed by Sean Chamel and Christopher Sabbath, but it was it was I think it was only Sean Chamel so the voice actor of Goku would sign my cards and so I sent him three or four pretty damn valuable cards and uh, I, I purchased three three or four sign, signing gig tickets for him which are I don't know, fifty bucks each. Uh, so again, it's it, it it keeps on adding the adding of the value, and when he suddenly disappears, man, you, your your heart starts to, yeah, you start cringing, you start uh, worrying a little bit, and 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 when he never pops up, you know, you've been scammed, and it's pretty damn frustrating. It's hard to come out of that. Uh, because you you start spiraling down because you you've you've built that you've built report with 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 a person that you appreciated within the community it was going so well and and, and you thought something was happening and then bah, suddenly it's gone it's pretty damn it's it's like a huge slap in the face and it's hard to to wrap your head around that because like so much time resources and stuff like that are gone <laughs> like you have Anyway, that's that's pretty damn evil, right? That's yeah. evil, and whenever you're the worst parts as well, right? And you, whenever you're confronted with evil, it's all, you like. You almost can't believe it, especially in our collecting world, where where everything is, you know, all all pink and glittery and perfect and and right, and and so you're confronted with reality, and that's really a big damn slap in your face. And 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 I I actually had. To recover from that as well, like for a month or so, uh, only to say like, you know what, fuck it, I need to shake this thing off and 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 whatever. It's just like one thing, and and maybe I'm 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 thinking it's a, a scam, but maybe he'll pop up and whatever, and I rationalize rationalized it in such a way that I actually almost forgot about it. And this exact same thing happened in November uh, again. Um, this time it was for. I purchased six booster boxes, only got four, and all four were uh, – I only got five back, and all five were resealed booster boxes uh, from Dragon Ball Super. So, again, like a big slap in the face. And at, at that point, I, it, I really, I, it really, really shook me because I was like, man – twice in within 6 months that's so much money wasted i'm in such an idiot maybe collecting isn't for me i'm not made for this uh and and, and it's that's really... the
1: worst part because you're starting to doubt yourself exactly you're, you're doubting yourself it. it's, it's some, it some slaps comeback, you where some you... comeback scams you and then you're starting to think what did i do wrong where why didn't see the signs uh what he... you yeah you're starting to doubt yourself and that's one of the worst parts man
0: Scamming sucks, and uh, and at some point you gotta get over it. Uh, it's it's that, or what's what's the alternative, right? You you gotta stop collecting. I mean that's that's yeah. That's gonna, you're radical. Not, you're not gonna uh, stop because some scumbag screwed you over. Easier said than done, because sure. uh, right? If if you've been scammed a few times, at some point. Y- you start doubting it, it all. Right. And I, I've definitely come to a place in uh in November 2020 where I was like, man, every time I get scammed, am every time I'm I'm reconsidering it all because uh yeah, it, sure. it, it definitely brings you down emotionally and, and, and makes you Yeah, makes you it, it's it's a struggle, man. So the ability to deal with adversity is huge. I mean in your experience you've you've lost very valuable cars in the mail uh as well.
1: Yeah, I started Dragon Ball Super, I think almost the moment it came out, it was still in the hype of the Tournament of Power set. It was still available online on local markets for like 80, 90 euros a box. Collecting Dragon Ball Super because of the community and especially seeing everybody in in the States opening it, I really, really have an, a lot of nostalgia with Dragon Ball. I used to watch watch it every week at my grandmother's house, the whole family or at least all the kids together in front of the television, sitting on your knees and on your ass, watching the small screen Goku battle cell for like 28 episodes. <laughs> yeah, those, those, are the, those are the memories, you know? So I really, really have a lot of nostalgic feelings towards Dragon Ball. So I was really stoked about the TCG. And I got together like a lot of amazing cards, the Awakened Goku, the Signed Goku, three of the gold go, go- Get us from Miraculous Revival. Like a lot of really nice cards, a lot of the cards that are the main cards now to collect. So I was about to send everything out to my middleman, the same guy that created my black label, MewTube, and all my other back subs. And everything was fine. I insured the package, but PostNL in the Netherlands is the most, most waste company there is. But <laughs> Yeah, it's, it, you can't even deal with those people if something happens. You can insure something for 10,000 euros, you can pay 5k insurance, and it's still so much work. It's such an hassle. But yeah, yeah it really never made it to my middleman.
0: And yeah that's that, yeah. sc-
1: that was the scam but that situation really broke my collector's
0: heart for the dragon ball super side see and so again like you you faced very disheartening reality where you're extremely valuable cards and it's not just you know monetary value but you know it's it's emotional value you you cracked an entire turn of power case to have the signatures and to have the awakened power you 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 cracked other boxes and pulled amazing secret rares. you Put them all into a bucket sub and then poof, they're gone and yeah. never to be seen again. And That's... I was so
1: excited for the TCG itself.
0: Oh man, I can't, I can't, oh, man. I knock on wood, this never happened to me, and I hope it will never happen because this is just so heartbreaking, man. And uh, and it's so it disgusted you so much that you never bought a DBS card again.
1: Yeah, especially because of the value by the time. I got over it and Dragon Ball Super was already flying sky high. Yeah, like yeah. the I pulled two of the Awakened Power Goku. The one, the first <laughs> one I pulled in my first box ever in the second pack. So I spent like basically 10 euros on my first Awakened. <laughs> and then I pulled the second one in the last box of the case. So maybe I spent like, I, I, I didn't even spend like 1500 bucks and I had all the insane Dragon Ball Super cards. The Gogeta I had three times, the signed Goku I had twice. Like, yeah, by the, time, by the time I was over it, everybody, everything together cost at least like 20, 25k. Now, I, <laughs> I make that in a year, so you're not gonna, <laughs> you're not gonna spend that on cards that you lost and already had and already pulled yourself because when you pull them yourself, you really have the extra connection with it, right? So, yeah, not after pulling them myself and after losing them, I'm not gonna rebuy in the for, for 50 times the amount of value yeah. it had before.
0: Yeah, and so that's again an example where enough is enough and like it's so heartbreaking that it destroys your entire uh, experience. And so dealing with negativity, dealing with adversity in your collecting journey is a skill. But at some point, like enough can be enough. I can understand why you said like, you know what, man, (sighs) DBS was great, but...
1: (sighs) Yeah, I couldn't rebuild again. I already put not too much money in it, but... Mm -hmm everything I put into Dragon Ball was taken away from Pokemon, so yeah, I was just finding the right spot in between, you know, collecting Dragon Ball, also having the most insane luck ever with pooling, because every first box of a set I opened, I pulled Secret Rare. Mm-hmm. It was like something you only see on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, but for real, it was insane. I pulled everything I wanted, every card, every Secret Rare, every special art, every SPR I wanted. Like, I got a box, I pulled the card I wanted
0: that's that's amazing
1: once you had that experience and you feel so secure about tcg and then that shit happens
0: yeah your luck was so sky high that uh you had to pay the consequences yeah (laughs) i think that's it That's a sad story man
1: yeah it's a sad story but like 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 everything you will get over it
0: right i felt shit for
1: months but now now i can't really laugh about it but (laughs) i can laugh it away you know (laughs) right uh, we can um, we, we can look forward to the to the next podcast or to the next video we're going to do together the things we're oh, planning. oh yeah and that, that that that's also amazing. a nice, nice Easter egg for the for the listeners <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah for sure like like we're we're actually going to get together because we live in neighbor countries i live in belgium you live in in, in the netherlands but so uh, traveling is, is is not really a problem as long as it's within our possibilities and it's definitely possible so next time we'll get together and we'll we'll make stuff happen for youtube or for uh for the podcast it's gonna be cool yeah for sure for both sides man we're gonna open <laughs>
1: we're gonna open some stuff i'm gonna open dragon ball again for the first time in a few years i'm gonna have you open some pokemon <laughs> we're gonna be the bridge the bridge between the, the both communities
0: oh man that's that would be amazing
1: a lot of Pokemon collectors like Dragon Ball and also the other way around. We just have to be really selective nowadays because everything costs a shit ton. I still have a bunch of uh, Dragon Ball Super Promo Packs stacked away, by the way.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So yeah. once you
1: come over, we're going to pop those open for sure.
0: Ah, uh, that's cool, man. We're, let's do this. <laughs> Coming back to, to how to, you know, achieve your goals and, and, and being extremely mindful about how you spend your money and, and, and being selective and stuff. Uh, I actually made the decision before starting with DBS, like, man, cracking boxes doesn't make sense at all uh, from a financial st- standpoint just because it's gambling, right? You basically gamble. Yeah, pretty much Because is. for me personally, like, if, if I were to crack, you know, uh, l- let's say the, the, the last set uh, of Dragon Ball Super, there's only really a handful of cards that I'm very interested in. And there's only one card, Only one card, and that's one specific secret card with a pull rate of 1 in 18 boxes that would justify me cracking a a box. So financially speaking, it really doesn't make sense to crack boxes, but now that I did accomplish my goals and I can be a little bit more chill and, and, and laid back about, uh, about everything, I'm actually gonna start cracking one box, only one box per set, <laughs> just for the YouTube channel. With every release, I'm just gonna crack one, one box, maybe two if I'm feeling like it, but uh, I'm gonna start cracking boxes as well, even if it doesn't make sense financially, just because yeah, I can be me. more laid back.
1: Like, especially when I finish those goals, then it's going to give me a little bit more room to create extra content. Right. I don't want to put content out just to make content, not just want to open stuff to get the views because you're opening products. I want to open products because the community enjoys it. Right. Yeah. Once we're ready, we'll just do like one box at a time and sometimes one box a month, one box per set. I really Mm. feel the vibe as
0: well. Yeah, that's good. that's going to be cool. It would be would be nice to make uh to, to make content together as well because you will, no, you will be sure. a you will be a new YouTuber. I'm still a fairly new YouTuber. We can we can definitely help each other out. It would be cool and have fun together, right? gonna, We
1: have to utilize <laughs> this uh, new setup for sure.
0: This podcast has been, you know, very very rich in uh in in collecting advice. What advice would you give yourself if you were to start collecting today?
1: Well, that's a good question. That you have to take your time and do a lot of research. Like, mm-hmm. the amount of opportunities. Like, I had, I have an insane collection. But if I did certain things a different way, it could have been a lot better. So, you really need to take your time in the beginning. Look at especially value. How much you can afford. How much you cannot afford. What's smarter to buy in the beginning. Uh, do you... Want to be an investor? Do you want to be a collector? It comes down to a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think a really good one is if you do something like me and you want to do a insane insane set and go from PSA one through ten, buy the ten first because <laughs> I could have got them so much cheaper. Like I could have saved myself at least like thirty thousand euros if I bought the tens and the nines four years ago instead of buying PSA one and twos first. But I think setting the goals and prioritizing, doing the research, not just sending somebody a DM like, oh, what's this set?" Or what's this set?" Do your research. The more research you do, the more you learn. Research is key besides the networking we talked about.
0: Oh, man, I love this. So indeed, researching is key. And that's actually the number one advice I give to people when they say that they are going to start with Dragon Ball Super is I say, take your time to scroll through the card list. Do your research, Yeah, that's understand, it. learn what's out there, what exists and, and go from there. That's basically what collecting is, like you collect your favorite cards. For you personally, don't let other people dictate that. And it's only through research and time that you can do that. You give another amazing advice you might not even be aware of, it is, is buy the most expensive card first. because yeah, and that's, that's my biggest like mistake. The, the timing of purchase is, is crucial the timing of purchase is crucial and i learned this the hard way because you know coming back to the ability to deal with adversity during your collecting experience is is uh, i actually quit collecting pokemon cards because i i encountered too much adversity because uh, i was collecting my shadowless psa 9 sets End of 2019, and I was being so laid back about it, right? I was being so laid back about it, a bit, a bit like you, like buying your PSA ones and two first, right? I I was, I was, I was buying the PolyRaph and the Magneton and you know those those low end cards first because that's that's the ones that popped up on eBay first. I was not really being active and proactive. PSA nine Charizard went from 1,500 to 15k. Uh, if you buy Charizard first when it's 15 gates, it's 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 kind of stupid. So you're gonna gonna, gonna be, ha- you, you have to you know research the market as well. So research is extremely key. Timing of purchase is extremely key. And if it makes sense, usually you need to buy the the the, the most expensive first.
1: That's it. <laughs> That's the secret.
0: Like I said, I learned this the hard way, and I quit Pokemon because I was like Charizard is not affordable anymore i can't complete the set so it doesn't make sense anymore for me to complete it and so i sold my entire pokemon collection and i and the very first purchase that i made in Dragon Ball super was two Awakened powers psa 10 because i knew that this was the chase card it was the most important card and if i wasn't able to get that one the rest almost didn't make sense and so i you know Practiced what I preach now is a <laughs> by the most, um, most important, most uh, valuable card of the set first.
1: Yeah, man, I, that's it exactly. Like <laughs> yeah, it, it, it sounds really simple again, but of course it's really hard because when you're starting, probably most of the time, your funds are still low. You haven't had subs to get m- new money from or you haven't done deals before. So starting off with the biggest cards really sounds Maybe too ambitious, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's really, really the smartest thing to do.
0: Oh, yeah, and of course, it will bite, bite you in the ass later, and that's what you're going through right now because you will have to purchase that PSA 10 shiny Charizard at some point. It's gonna be a pain, <laughs> yeah, that's really gonna be a
1: pain, like especially when the most expensive card in the set is like, I don't hate Kirby Short I have nothing against him, but it's not my favorite. Like, I like Mewtwo a lot more. New right. looks 10,000 yeah. times better. Magic Magikarp and Gyarados look fucking flawless. Tyranitar is an like insane card. And then I have to pay the m- most money for the <laughs> card I like almost the least in the entire set because Shining Charizard <laughs> isn't really that appealing. It's a really simple card. Yeah, I agree. Like I Magikarp, agree. the Magikarp, the Gyarados, the Colors on the Mew, like those are the, the, the big cards for me. And then if you have to pay triple for the Charizard, yeah, that, that, that sucks a bit.
0: Yeah, my, my so favorite is really also Gyarados and, and Mewtwo. Gyarados uh... is
1: still really expensive in a ten. Don't get me wrong, but I rather buy the Gyarados than the Charizard.
0: Yeah, Any I understand. Day. I understand. Well, man, Con- Connor, thank you so much for uh, for being on the podcast. It was really really cool. And like, even if we had to, you know, redo the podcast, I'm actually very glad that we did so because this podcast was way better. And the audio, I'm no doubt, will be uh way better than the previous <laughs> yeah. one thanks for
1: inviting me man
0: thank you so much man it was so cool and uh, i look forward to uh, us collaborating again uh, in the future
1: i'll be it for sure at least a few times
0: take care bro talk to you soon you too man thanks man bye thank you for listening to the passion over profits podcast please subscribe and stay tuned for more dbs collectors content Interested in which guest we're having next week? Find out in the next episode of Dragon Ball's Passion Over Profits. Yes, Passion Over Profits.